Mm-hmm. Welcome to the Kinky Conversations podcast, where consent is king, pleasure is queen, and exploration of sexual expression is the name of the game. And now for your host, the delicious Zachary Phillips. Today on the podcast, I'm joined by Callie, a 31-year-old casino cashier from the USA. This was a bit of an impromptu podcast. I was doing a live recording and I shared a story about how I was let down sexually by someone who was talking themselves up and then wasn't able to give me the pleasure that they said that they could. And this related to a poem called Written Review and Kelly piped up sharing a story of hers of how she left halfway through a terrible experience because the guy she was with was unable to back up the words he was saying. So during the live, I invited her onto the podcast. And then once that live was finished, we shot the podcast and it was fucking amazing. We talked about voyeurism and connection and poetry and ego. And it was just great fun. Before we get into it, I just want to remind you to stick around and I'll play your piece from the book, Kink, Volume 1. And without further ado, here's Kelly. Thank you for jumping on board, Kelly. Um, we were doing, I was doing a little bit of a live where I was sharing some of my poetry and you were jumping on board and we we're sharing some stories back and forwards. And I'm like, hey, I really want to, I want to hear more of this story. I want to hear the uh, the in-depth and I feel like it'll be a good little story for the, um, for the world. So, live during my live i asked you i'm like hey do you want to jump on the podcast and you're like fuck yes now yeah. uh, a few minutes later we're here so thank you for jumping on no worries thank you for inviting me i appreciate it this is good um first podcast you just said it's a uh yeah little, um ooh, this is fun it's always good to have um new podcast guests on so the the, the context of the question that will, will be the basis of the start of this this podcast was we're talking about this idea of people overstating themselves of being a little bit too uh arrogant arrogant egotistical talking up their sex game far too much it's like hey hey uh hey hey babe hey girl hey whatever mm-hmm. i'm gonna do this thing to you i'm gonna rock your world i'm gonna make you scream and then you stupidly believe them and they uh they don't um they <laughs> they uh they are a massive letdown yeah it's a massive letdown so mm, okay this story um, let's just call him, I don't know, Bob, because I, oh, I was going to go with Bob as well. That's, that's, no. uh, that's good. Okay. Bob, sorry, sorry, any, any Bobs out there, but we, we all know how you're performing. You're talking yourself up, you're underperforming, Bob. I'm so sorry. Um, <laughs> um, so I just recently broke up with my boyfriend of two years after that, and it was kind of like a downward spiral. So I was just like out there rebounding and fresh. Okay. So I had a hot girl summer before it, w- it was even a trend. Was because he broke up with me over the summer, and I just turned twenty one in March. So I'm like, okay, screw it, right? Hmm. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I was just at this bar, and I was just drunk. And at this point, I was just this guy, Bob, was like, you know, yeah, you got a big whatever, yada yada. And then I was just like, you know what? What could go wrong, right? Everything, actually. <laughs> so, so Bob's Bob's talking himself up, saying how yeah. big he is and Bob, drunk, 
Yeah, drunk Kelly listening. To- drunk Kelly's like, yeah, I'm I'm down for some um big drunk big uh big boy uh Bob. Can we just like? Can I just state for the record, drunk Kelly and sober Kelly are two different people, and I hate the fact <laughs> of things that sober Kelly does not authorize. <laughs> Con- consent has not been given to drunk Kelly. No, yeah, no, like no, I end up waking up the next day like sore. Well, now that I'm in my thirties, sore. <laughs> I'm, I'm- <laughs> It takes me about two to three business days to get over a hangover now. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so 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 drunk drunk Kelly has uh, consented to Big Boy Bob's um, advances. Drunk heartbroken Kelly, let's go with that. Oh yes, um, drunk drunk heartbroken Kelly is being talked up by uh, Big Boy Bob, who's saying how he's quite big and Bob like. Then what happens? And he was, and granted. So we go back to his apartment. One thing led to another, and it was going well at first until he opened his mouth and started talking. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just like, and he's like, yeah, you know, um, yeah, I'm hitting that good, or yada, yada, yada. Basically just talking himself up instead of talking me up. <laughs> Ooh. And I'm- okay, so hang on. So, so he's he's... It's going okay, but then he starts telling you how he's going during the encounter, and he wasn't his his words weren't hitting the actions. It felt like that was like a self validation moment for him, <laughs> and <laughs> I'm like, you should probably not do that. <laughs> um, which I don't mind people like being arrogant. Well, I do. There's a fine line between being confident and then being arrogant. Like confident and you're talking shit, okay, you could like back it up. But then if you're being like arrogant, you can't really, I guess. And yeah. This is, this is the problem I have, right? Because confidence is appealing. It's attracting. You know, if yeah. I'm putting my work out there, I have to be confident. Right. But if I'm too confident, I'm like, I'm going to write you a fucking sexy poem. And you and I say it to you and you're like, eh. Now I'm fucking worse, right? Now you're like, that was fucking terrible. Like, it's kind of like when you see a trailer to a movie and you're like, okay, it looks pretty good. And then you go see the movie and you're like, yeah, I could have like streamed that when it was like on HBO <laughs> <laughs> like, or something. So, yeah. <laughs> okay, so. He's talking so, about um, the game and just saying like, oh yeah, you like that baby, yada, yada, yada. Oh yeah, I'm hitting your shit real good. Yada yada yada. A whole entire time, I'm I'm just looking at him like this. No. So for the uh, for the audio people playing at home, we've got a blank face, sort of deadpan eyes, and the mouth is um, not upturned. It's not downturned. It's just like mm. neutral. It's like, like it's like a passport photo. They're giving him like the up and down, like constantly, like mm, sure that, like um okay. So, so really, it was like fucking himself at that stage. It's like he's not—he's just you're there for the ride, right? But no, I, I honestly felt like I wasn't even there at all. <laughs> Ugh, gross. It was like, Look, I'm like, okay, and like, yeah, like you know, it—it it was a decent size, but I'm just like, dude, you're not asking me like any asking me how I prefer this, like, or how I want this done. This is like, I want I like two hours ago. <laughs> So there's that. But then I was like 21 and like I got heartbroken. And but me being heartbroken, I was also a heartbreaker. Like I would just like meet guys at a bar or females at a bar. I really could care your hopes, your dreams, your aspirations, what your middle name is. <laughs> so you 
yeah, so it's like the rebound sex, the um, yeah, trying to fill fill the void of 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 your soul by uh, short little bits of intimacy with Bob. Yeah, yeah, doesn't quite work out. What I did with my rebounds is just like if anything showed just a little bit of an ex boyfriend, I was like, oh hey, how you doing? What's up? <laughs> you know, I. Like, I can I can totally feel that it's like you want to replace the person, but not all of the person. But they're hitting some notes, right? Right, and it's kind of it just felt at that point like familiar and comfortable and like what I was like used to. So then I get to that part, and I'm just like, I wake up the next day, or in this moment, I'm just laying there thinking to myself, "What the fuck did I just get myself into?" <laughs> <laughs> And then I'm just like, I literally just got up and like left, like no explanation. I like literally pushed him off me. He thought I was going to get on top. Huh? Sorry, Bob. You thought wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, so, so, so mid, mid coitus, um, (laughs) you hopped off, walked out and, um, in the, uh, in the live, you mentioned that you walked out into, you walked out nude into the elevator. I did. And it was a full as an elevator. I did not care at that point. I just oh. get out. Man, Bob's um I don't know what it would take for me to walk out nude halfway through sex into a full elevator. Like that that requires a like you have to be very disappointingly bad at he what you're doing. Be bad at that point, like <laughs> he was off. <coughs> I'm sure he was a great guy, but I'm like I I feel like he was a Leo. No offense to anyone out there as a Leo, but you guys are arrogant as fuck. (laughs) (laughs) I know I'm not into, I'm not into the um, star signs, but now that I think about it, the people that are Leos do seem quite arrogant. Yeah. Like they, they constantly need like self-validation and I'm like, Oh, okay. (laughs) Okay. So can I ask? So, so just to, just to do the summary, uh, drunk, drunk, heartbroken Kelly gets talked up by big boy, Bob taken back (laughs) to the room. It's it's okay until he opens his mouth and starts telling you how good he's doing, but he's not actually doing that great. He's you weird. get you mm. get up, you you just realize like what the fuck am I doing? And halfway through, you leave into a full elevator, nude, to get dressed in the elevator. Yeah. Is that about is that about right? First of all, fuck yes for leaving and for knowing that you like made the decision in like leaving halfway through. Because I tell you what, big boy Bob is now thinking to himself over and over again, like you you just provided like massive um cognitive dissonance in his brain i'm doing great i'm doing good Ooh, and then you leave fuck yeah. yes and okay now again there's a difference between being arrogant and confidence I and mean, right now i'm about to be confident because i've been told several times again my review okay. <laughs> well hang on before before you get into that this this all spurred from the poem written review so i'll read that for everyone um after after your story yeah, you've, you've had some you've had some reviews of um, certain things. So not arrogance; it's it's confidence here. Do share. It could be fact checked. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh! After this podcast, give me some references. I'll check it up. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> okay, so I I've been told that I have like godly pussy. So <laughs> there's that. So here I am giving him godly pussy, and I just get up and leave. <laughs> yes. I hey. He yeah. wasn't. He wasn't devoting. He wasn't putting the right offerings at the shrine of devotion that is warranted mm-hmm. by someone of your caliber. Yeah, was at the bar. <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't. Okay, so so what did he do wrong here? Like, 
like like people obviously like it's a skill set. You can be good, you can be bad, you can be this and that, right? What was what was the turnoff point? Because I want to help other people out there that you can hit that hit the mark between confidence and arrogance. Like if he was confident and able to back it up, like what was the point that you were like, mm, fuck this, and you decided to leave? He he just kept missing like a certain spot, I guess. And I'm like, okay, he's like right there, he's right there, and I'm like. It, it, it was almost like eating food knowing that I wanted steak. <laughs> mm, it's like it's sort of like he's making you smell the steak but not letting you take a bite. Exactly. And I'm but just, then but then telling you how good this steak tastes. Right. And I'm just like <sighs> And I'm like, at that time I wasn't very as vocal as I am now. Because again, I was twenty one and I didn't know shit. I'm thirty one. I know a little bit more, but I still don't know shit. <laughs> what would you do? Could you relive a uh, big boy Bob experience? What, what changes are you making to that experience? With that change, it's just like... Okay. It's... I can't really put my finger on it. Like, he was just more into himself than he was into me. And that's... Yeah. It was just like, okay... And there's nothing wrong with being full of yourself, but I'm like, when someone else is there, you kind of gotta. If you're if you're full of yourself while you're fully into someone else, there's a problem there. Exactly. Right. Like you know, otherwise it's just it's just you know masturbation with someone else's body, which is not at all fun. I mean, maybe they find it fun. I don't know. Like I. Let's not kink shame because that might be a kink. (laughs) No. Once again, consensual, great. But if you're going there expecting a connection and you get that, like, that's not good. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah, like, do do what you want to do. Like, I know there is people are into the kinks where they're like, you know, just, I'm just going to lay there and do nothing whilst you do whatever you like to me. Fine. You've agreed to that though. You know, like, this isn't being agreeing to this. This is just a lack of connection. Yeah. And it's just like, with that, I was just like, okay, you know what? I got up, pushed him off, got up, grabbed my shit. No, whatever. And I just walked out the door and got dressed in the elevator. And all these people are just like looking at me, which I had like no problem with that because I have a bit of a exponentialist. I can't pronounce it. Exhibitionist. There we go. Thank you. You're like showing off. Yeah. And like, again, I might just scroll (laughs) through your Instagram while you're telling me this story. Let's see. Let's see what you're like, what you're like showing off. We'll do this live. Keep going. Tell me. Tell me about. Keep going down this this path. I'm having a little scroll. See my workout video, so you might want to like. Ooh. I'll, uh, I'll, I'll I'll mute them down. I'm gonna I'm gonna watch you exercising whilst you're telling me about how you like being watched. Ooh, shit! It's playing. Ooh, yeah, you do like exercising. Look at that. Keep going. Tell me. This is good. Ooh, I like this one. This one's a good one. Hang on. I'll show. I'll show. I'll show it to you. Can you see that one? That's a. That's that's the one. What? Yes, sir. <laughs> oh. Okay. No, don't mean to put you on the spot, but this did start live, so we can play a little bit live. Um, you're okay with the people seeing you? That didn't. That wasn't a big that issue. Was issue. If anything, that was probably like my biggest turn on up there. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> so that, and I just got dressed, and everyone's just like looking at me, like all perplexed and confused, and I'm like. I just have to clarify while I was in there. I'm like, I'm perfectly fine. I just had really bad sex and I need to get out there. I didn't want to breathe Big Bob's air anymore. Yes. <laughs> oh. I just need to get out. Then- can, I, 
Can I also say, like, in addition to destroying Big Bob's ego somewhat with the cognitive dissonance, you're also adding, you're low-key validating some um, some fantasies that guys have, right? So, like, there's been some certain instances in my life that have sort of validated what I've seen, say, for example, on porn or in stories that I didn't know actually existed. For example, I was I went on holiday a couple of weeks ago, maybe a week ago, and some people were just doing, like, a nudie run. And I'm like, I've never seen that before. Like I've never, I've just, it's just like never seen it just down, down like the main street of a highway. And I'm like, sorry, I'm like, huh, that's cool. And that just unlocked, (laughs) it unlocked this whole universe for me of like, oh, that's real now. Do you know what I mean? Like, like if you see like, you know, I've, I've, you know, you see girls having a, this is like the most cliche young teenage boy thing. But if you find out that girls might have a pillow fight nude, right? That seems super cliche because it's, you know, the cliche teen boy thing. But mm. when you realize that that has happened or if you see it happening, that unlocks something, right? So what I'm getting at is here is you going into the elevator being like, hey, I'm, I'm fine, guys. I just had to fucking escape whilst being nude. You're unlocking some things in their mind. So just to, just to add to the, to the exhibitionist thing, I, I guarantee you that moment is etched into the memory of some of those people. They are not fucking forgetting that moment. And I think that's one thing that I like about being it was like to show off too because like there's been times where I lost my mind being banged against a freaking window and just like the thought of someone looking up and seeing I'm gonna be like knowing like forever I'm gonna be etched in the back of your fucking mind forever till the day you die and no one else knows but me and you fuck yes I was at a um I was at a kinky I don't know like a club I don't know and a guy had a girl on a chain right like just walking her around oh like that i'm like that's cool anyway lots of lots of interesting people of every varieties and i walk around look back and she's giving him the best fucking head i've ever seen like just just from like a visually perspective and i'm just watching it and i'm like i was enthralled and it is stuck in my mind like and they sort of like looked up and sort of smiled because it wasn't like you know it wasn't in a like they're doing it in a public space knowing that they're going to be seen And i literally said to them i'm like that was one of the hottest fucking things I've ever seen. Like it is, it's stuck in my mind. So like, yeah, you are like, if you, if you're playing on the, on the window or in the balcony, like it is, it is, oof, it is there. So it's there. You're, you're living your ex- exhibitionist dreams. Right. And that's the thing about like being from Chicago, even though I don't live there or I just along the red line or like the purple line, especially up North, there's like a lot of apartment buildings that are really close. Oh, thank you. Are you going to like all, now <laughs> <laughs> looking oh through God. your posts keep talking yeah. okay so that's the thing about up north and being nearby the train it's like there's so many balconies so like thousands and thousands of people could like see you within like five to ten minutes and you're just like oh <laughs> freaking intense and it's hot <laughs> God forbid if someone calls the police, but hey, I look good. So, <laughs> oh, I fucking love that. This is great. Oh, have you been caught? Hmm. No. Never been caught. Never been caught. Got to try a bit harder. <sighs> I know. Right? Like. Or maybe the world is just filled with more f- freaks than it when they caught, <laughs> and everyone's like, "Hmm, I love that for her." <laughs> well, look, look. Here's the thing, like. How many people are going to call the cops? Like, what what would would it take to actually call the cops on someone to, to you know stop the lewd and rude behavior? I almost did once until <laughs> I realized it was role play. 
Oh no! Yeah, I've had yeah. someone on the podcast um, do an do a um, an abduction play, and that was one of the questions. Was like, how do you ensure that we're uh, not going to be pulled over? For- so I was okay at one of my exes' Dom's house, and he had a wife. So we we were kind of a bit of a trouble here. Um, so we just came back from this event. And we're just sitting in the living room chilling. And I can hear the woman. She's like a few doors down in the apartment. And I can hear her over the TV. Uh, so I mute the TV. I looked at his wife. And then I look back at him. And I'm just like. Okay, I'm not tripping, right? We all hear this. So we all. I don't even hesitate because I'm like. I was like, she's a serious help. Mm. So I was like ready to kick down the door like FBI. Okay. <laughs> um, and then I, and I listened and I'm like, it didn't sound as real. Okay. So I done up. So I know when someone's acting and when someone isn't. And I'm like, okay, this doesn't sound like a real actual like cry for help. Really, <laughs> so his wife or Teddy, my ex mistress, had um. The cops on speed dial. We were like ready. I was my um, dom at the time. Also did martial arts as well. So we were like fully ready to like, kick some ass that day. <laughs> like, oh, it sounds like one of our situations. Okay, let's go. Ah, <laughs> uh, how do you know though? You, you was it was were you certain? Like you listened for a bit. and You're like, no, this is this is. How, how do you know that? Because oh, that that sits sits a bit awkward with me. Yeah, yeah, it was. The tone when she was saying, please, while she was saying, please help, was more pleading than urgent. Hmm. So. I guess, I guess it's one of those things you would have to be there to hear it. Yeah. Uh, fuck. I, I don't know. I, I err on the side of caution in any, in any sense, but. And like, there was oh. like, there's a difference between like a pain gasp and a pleasure gasp. So mm. it was pleasure gas and there was a pain gas so i'm like okay (laughs) (laughs) i think i think the etiquette should be um if you're gonna play that way uh to to let your neighbors know prior like hey like this is we're gonna be playing over here right Uh, please do not disturb everything's okay do not call the police (laughs) okay so so many of times and i never like play like that and i'm like i kind of just looked at my like my my old dom who was also my best friend kind of just like looked at him like did we just spark something <laughs> <laughs> oh it's it's so hard i mean i mean like i suppose in that situation you had to be there to to hear the tone and to understand the um the, the context but and it sounded like she was just being spanked versus like something actually like being knocked over or broken. Yeah, now I've got you. Yeah. Um, so beyond Bob, uh, big boy Bob, have you <laughs> have you ever left in a similar situation? Someone talking themselves up or halfway through? Mm, no, no, I. I think that was the first time I've actually done that because I do recall younger Kelly having a people pleasing mechanism. So I would just like literally just like bite the bullet, but not pleasing was, everyone but you. Yeah. That was like the first, yeah. but in, in a sense, yeah, 
But in a sense, no, because I do get pleasure out of pleasing people. So, mm. but how, was, how good is that as a as a pleasure response? By the way, like that makes you like very fun to play with if you get pleasure off pleasing other people. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Right, like like you are you are like I can see why the uh, the reviews have come in strong for you. Yes, like <laughs> some situation. So like an, another Odom after Big Bob. Um, after Big Bob. Yeah, so I'm into older guys, and this guy would happen to just be 21 year, or 20 years older than me. So mm. I'm. Oh, he's 41, going on 41. He what? And how old? How, sorry, how old were you at the time? 21. 21, 41. Okay, yep. Mm. So now this is kind of like my first actual dom that has kind of guided me into my BDSM experience, even though I've been into that way before I even lost my virginity. I don't even know how. (laughs) Um, People are into things before they know they're into things. Let's be honest here. Kind of just like scrolling going, huh, that's interesting. But like without in that situation, I wouldn't necessarily know what it would be like. So so he was like my first actual like dom. And yeah, no, that was just a hot mess too. (laughs) (laughs) How? How, how fun and terrible are past relationships? Yeah, yeah. And then, so now with my newer Dom, he kind of wants to add another female into the scene or situation with the fact that I am kind of heteroflexible. It's kind of like bi, but not really. I'm more straight than I am bi. Mm. Um, and I'm like, okay, that there kind of gives me anxiety a little. Mm. Because I've been in situations where, okay, it'll be my dom and some other girl. And then I end up getting, uh, I guess, replaced. During because or after? After. Mm. So, like, I end up getting, like, replaced with that person or they do things behind my back and I'm just, I'm not aware of it. Mm. A, lot, a lot of trauma, which... Thank God my new Dom has um, made me realize some things about, again, the fake wannabe Doms that has created some past emotional trauma with me. So he's just like, I'm not going to rush into it. I'm not going to make you feel uncomfortable. And I'm like, okay, cool. I get that. But then as me, then there's this aspect of me being the submissive, the good girl that I want to be. I want to be his good girl. I want to make him proud. I want to make him happy. So I'm like, (sighs) how do you, how to find the balance between submitting, but also keeping your limits? Because this is like, there is this ethical or this sort of like conundrum that I see played out in this space again and again, you want to do what you're told. You want to people please, you want to be the good submissive. But if there are things that you don't want to do, then you have to push back against that and you have to be strong. And that's fuck can be fucking hard, particularly because you're wanting to enter the space of the submissive. Yeah, it's, it's extremely hard because, <laughs> but like I said, he's un- he's understandable. Um, he just, I told him like, look, I really want to do this for you, but I have to do this on my time where I feel ready. Mm. And so I have to set that boundary. <laughs> now it's not that time, but when I'm ready and like, <sighs> and then also I have to establish some boundaries and rules with her 
and him. So like, so mm. if I'm with another female, I tend to be the more dominant one versus if I'm a girl, I'm completely submissive. I'm- I could, I could say, I could definitely say that with you. It seems like you'd, you'd play that both ways. Yeah. 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 So it's just mm. like, you know, with the woman, I wear the pants with the man, I wear the skirt. So I so, told him, I, yeah. if this situation ever comes up, I told him that I'm your sub, you're my dom. She's my sub, I'm her dom. I'm like, you can't touch her without asking me permission. She can't touch you without asking me for permission. You're, you're the gatekeeper to her. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. I like this. If, if I say stop, we stop. You know? Granted, I would give her, like, aftercare because I don't want to seem like I just used her like some fucking cheap whore. Like, I'll you don't want to bob her. Yeah, I don't want to bob her. So let's bob her. <laughs> let, let, let's not turn her into Barbara. There we go. Barbara. Bob and Barbara. Love it. Or Barbara. So, like, you know, I'll, like, I'll, obviously I'll bathe her and shower her afterwards and have her message me when, like, let me know when you get kind of situation. But there's a lot that comes down to that. Like... Mm. Like, I cried when I realized that, like, at some point, I was used. But, and again, there's a fine line. I don't mind being used when I'm being in that scene or scenario. If you choose to be used, there's a yeah, difference. Like, if it's like, if I consent to be used. but Then you're, then you're, then it's not, it's not like a truly being used. It's like if you're playing CNC. Yeah. It's consensual. Like it's, 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 that's the whole interesting thing about this space is if, if you, like I always bring it back, informed, enthusiastic consent. If you give informed, enthusiastic consent, like that, that hits all of the marks. And like, yeah, if you agree to that, use me. Like right now, just like thinking about like that whole situation, like, okay, so for those who can't see, I have anxiety right now. My hands are shaking. Like it's like really, hmm. Thinking about the situation or because of the podcast? Thinking of the situation. Like, mm. and it's just like, hmm. Hmm. So let's, 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 let's talk it through just for a second. Like, like take a breath, like lower your shoulders and just. <sighs> right. Okay. Okay. Just, 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 just calm yourself down into that space. Mm-hmm. You're there with your dom. Mm-hmm. You found a woman who's your sub. You're the interplay between them, mm-hmm. right? So, so effectively in this scene, you're in charge, right? If if, mm-hmm. if you're saying if you're if you're the intersection between the two, you're effectively the dom in this scene, right? So you've got the control, yeah, in a sense, right? It has to go through you, yeah. Like mm. it has to go through me, which is like, which is weird, really weird for me, because. I'm usually so I'm a sub because I over every aspect of my life except for when I'm doing a scene or playing. I mm. I relinquish that control to someone who I trust, and now here I am controlling the situation when I normally don't control it. So, so I guess the question is: is do you want to get to a stage where you can cede that control? to your dom with this other person or is this one of those sort of limits where you're like no no for this sort of play i have to be the one and you have to cede control to me yeah it will have to be like that and like Mm. i don't want to seem like 
I'm being selfish in that situation, I guess. Well, you're not, you're not being selfish. I mean, if you think about it, are you saying that your dom's a selfish person if they, if they're taking what they want from you consensually? No, no, he, well, yes, he is, but like, not really. Exactly. Um, Exactly. Right. So, so, so he's being, he's being selfish, but not because you've agreed to this space. Right. So if you, if you get these two people to agree to the space and to play in the way that you want to, that you feel comfortable, you're actually gifting them something, right? You're gifting them a space to play in a way that you're comfortable playing. If they, if they can't come to that table, they don't get that three, that three player play. Right. Right, exactly. Like it's to the point where, like, I'm down her. I am going to end up typing up a contract and having her sign it before anything. You got an alpha alpha dumb on this. This is fucking great. The alpha female. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. I'm very servant. That's why I'm again submissive because I have control on every aspect of my life. I want to have fun. That's not well. You you said that when you're playing with a female, you turn dumb, right? So yeah. Maybe maybe that aspect trumps the submissiveness when you're playing with a man. So in this space, if you're playing with a man and a woman, like maybe that turns on that the, the dominant side of you has to be expressed and explored and honored far more than the submissive side, right? In mm-hmm. this in this space. And then if you go back to playing the, the two player game, you submit like you always have and have that fun, but fuck me. As soon as the chick comes in, you're in charge. Yeah, it's just fuck yeah. But then Oh, I don't know. Daddy is a weakness. So there's that. <laughs> well, I could be like, right, I'm cringy, but he me war. And then he walks in. I'm just like, <laughs> I wrote, I wrote a poem um, that's going to come out for kink two called um, the wolf and the pussycat. And it oh. basically, it basically describes this scene where it's like the cat's playing with the rat in the same way the wolf plays with the cat. Mm-hmm. So it's like this sort of similar, similar sort of vibe to what you're you're describing here. Yeah, and it's just I don't know. He he does something. It's like okay, I with him I can actually be soft and and not so rah 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 rah. I guess you've <laughs> got the- you've got the safety to relax to trust to chill to submit that's mm-hmm. like i i feel that in my life like in so many aspects i'm like i'm the one in charge i have to be i'm i'm you know all that sort of stuff it would be great to have someone that could first of all tame me but second of all someone that i trust enough to tame. let go to you're right yeah and not just it's not just like within the bedroom either it's just like outside of it If I have an issue, I could talk to him about it and he just redirects my mind and I'm like, fuck, okay. <laughs> and he's just like, you just can't be stubborn and so like assertive all the time, you know? A lot of things in life are just like games of politics. You gotta know when to play the role. And I'm like, fuck you, dude. <laughs> Thank you, but fuck you. <laughs> I fucking love that. I love when you can get in someone's mind and just sort of like press a few buttons and be like, hey, here you go. And it yeah. just, it, it's a little paradigm shift. Yeah. And at the time he quiets my mind. Like, I never been, how do I say this? I never been fucked to the point where I go brainless. Like, not even like a whimper's coming out of my head or my mouth. And I'm just like, what the fuck, <laughs> you know? 
all I could do is just like push back or up depending on where I'm at. And so my body just takes over and like not a thought goes through my head. And for someone who's like anxiety, like fabulous. Mm. So I love, I love that, that escape from the chaos of the mind through the body. Yes. is that's exactly what it is. It's mm. just like, Oh, like just thinking about it, I'm getting hot. Like, oh, fuck it. This is the point of this podcast. It's, um, it's, it's a uh, audio arousal for the masses. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> I want to. And I do. So it works. <laughs> okay, so can we just? Um, I just want to sort of tie tie a loop here. Um, thank you so much for jumping on at short notice. Like, like we said, I just threw it out to you, and you're like instant on. We're both here. This this fucking worked. Um, <laughs> it's great. Um, back to the the exhibitionist situation. Mm, yeah. Okay. Can you can you give me like your hottest, or most explicit, or most public sort of memory? Talk me through that space. Tell me tell me where you were, who you were with, what you were doing, who may who may or may not have saw and sort of had that thought put into their mind for the rest of eternity. Mm. There was one time I was with an ex dom again, my best friend, on a train platform, and. Yeah, just one thing just led to another, and I just could not just stop. And a train pulled up, and he was stopping, and I'm like, I pulled like literally, I had a I had a dress on, so I hiked it up. He pulled away, I wrapped my leg around his waist, and I pulled him back into me. And he was just like, "There's people coming." I'm like, "So, looks like I'm just holding you." <laughs> <laughs> so and like, but everyone see that my skirt is like hiked, so it it was just it was intense. And mm. I'm doing this thing where, like, I'm, like, squeezing him. I'm not moving at all. Like, neither one, neither one of us are moving. But I'm squeezing him. Like, I'm pulsating around his um, member. And he's just losing his mind. And I kind of just put a smile on my face. And I'm like, yeah, buddy. It was, it was intense. <laughs> I, I like that control. And... One, two, where we were actually having sex in the car, we got pulled over by a state trooper. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> the state trooper just put, opened the door and I'm like, bro, can you knock? <laughs> Look, one or two things are going to happen. You need to knock or you're going to join. Which, which one? <laughs> yes. Back, mm. in the, back in the day, I was a McDonald's worker and Ooh. someone came through drive-thru and I opened up the door, opened up the, you know, the window and there's a guy, massive smile on his face and sitting on top of his lap, gyrating a little bit. His partner just oh. through drive through. Oh shit! A lot of people fuck at or in or on the way through McDonald's. Just saying, like people in the playground, in the toilets, in the lines, the okay, employees. I- everyone is fucking all the time. Okay, now here's the thing: I can't, I can't do the bathroom scene. Like, just especially if it's a plug bathroom, I just. If I didn't clean it, it's not clean to me. Oh, 100%. It's disgusting. <laughs> so it's I gross. Can't, I can't. And, like, also, like, sex ed class in high school kind of, like, fucked me up for life. <laughs> Sounds like you're exploring things pretty healthily to me. Yeah, yeah. I have to. Like, it's just, 
this horrible. And like, you know, you can catch stuff from like a toilet seat and I don't, I don't need that situation. So like, I like legit would do like a wall sit over a toilet if I have to pee in a public restroom. Like, I- <laughs> Look, uh, based on your Instagram profile, I can see that the exercise wouldn't be a problem to hit the wall sit no, for the duration. Leg, leg day every day, at least three times a day. <laughs> if I'm not. <laughs> Hey, and that that will uh, cross cross uh, cross compare to the um to the to the uh, the gold star pussy play with the um the squats. Yeah, yeah. So there we go. Uh, it's a whole it's a whole game plan. I like this. I like this, Kelly. This is um this is you good. You know, Virgo rising, and I know you don't like you really don't know about astrology. So like, no, no, go. I'm okay with it. I'm I'm happy to explore any any uh any kinks and um freaks and plays and stuff. Go down the astrology path if you need to. Yeah, Virgos are very um analytical mm-hmm. like 80 steps ahead there's always a madness behind what they do and also they single-handedly by my virgo mother so a lot of that virgoness is instilled in me and i don't know if it's because of my rising sign or if it's because of my mom so i'm just and she was like a clean freak too there's uh, <laughs> okay so <laughs> this is great. I'm. Re- I really appreciate you jumping on board and no being, able to, being able to come to the party. I do want to. Um, I want to share the poem that inspired this little this little talk, and then we can we can vibe a little bit more. And I'll I'll let you go because I don't want to take up too too much of your time impromptu. Um, dude, honestly, we could just like talk forever. <laughs> Look at this. We'll have to um have to have to work out a way to do these live for the uh the exhibitionist guests that want to. Put on the um the live show for people. <laughs> let yeah. me let me read you um reread the poem written review. Um and this is dedicated to Bob. Mm. Oh, you can do breathing too, by the way. That'll be fine. What's that? I say you can lead the breathings too. That will be fine. Well, I will now. So so when I'm doing the audio for the books, I take out the breathing because it's not it's not uh, conducive to good audio books. But right now, I can add the breathing. <laughs> like I would give you a five star review if you get the. I can't, I can't. Yeah. Okay, written review. The guy seemed all talk, promising to make me scream. Like nothing I've done, no, like nothing I've experienced before. He'd fulfill my wildest dream. I'm larger than average. My tongue can do a trick. With my hands, I'll caress. My moves are super slick. I don't know, I replied. It's easy to brag. Do you come with references that can rate your shag? Oh, yes, he said, handing me a written review, promising that I'll be too satisfied, that I'll be so satisfied that I'll write him one too. Now I had some proof that he could potentially deliver. Besides, all this banter was starting to make me shiver. Why not, I thought. May as well give him a crack. I invited him over and laid down on my back. With deft proficiency, he touched me everywhere, slowly building up till I was screaming a prayer. My goodness, I explained. I exclaimed, you need to work on your words. Damn boy, you're underselling yourself, at least by two thirds. He didn't stop there. In fact, he went harder, pulling out all of the toys and tying me down with ardour. He taught me new moves and positions of pleasure. He guided me through new scenes, totally at his leisure. That suited me fine because I was enjoying the ride. And that's why I've chosen in this poem to confide. He may seem all talk, but trust me when I say that he will deliver on it all, satisfying you in every way. In fact, I'm surprised that he doesn't come with a cue. Hopefully I can fix that for him with this written review. Woo! <laughs> we need to instill a culture of written reviews for sexuality right like the bing of sex (laughs) 
like, okay, like, oh, okay, good review. But then at the same time, me being the Virgo rising that I am, I'm like, why do you have so many reviews? Like, why is your body count so high? God damn. <laughs> so, so, so you're saying you want a um a high rated, but not not many ratings. How many how many how many five star ratings is the optimal amount for for Kelly to to enjoy the experience? I need at least about maybe four. Four is a safe bet for me. But like, if you get like a resume, like of like fifteen <laughs> resume. <laughs> okay, so so four's the good amount. What if I had seven? How are you feeling uh, about seven? I could do with seven, like, okay, so here's the thing. I'm, I really don't have room to talk, so I'm, like, at least between 18 and now. Keep in mind, I am 31 going on 32, so I feel like this is a healthy number. Um, I'm probably, like, at a 16. Okay. <laughs> so I feel like that is a good number also. And in fact that I've, one of them, I've been in a relationship for two years. I feel like it's a good Hey, no, no shame on high or low or medium numbers. I don't, I don't share my own numbers. I let people guess, and the guesses are fucking wildly incorrect, which is hilarious to me. But thirty-two, no joke. <coughs> what did you say? Twenty-two. I was like thirty-two. Thirty-two. I just went with that number because I'm turning thirty-two in March. I don't. I don't. It's, um, it's 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 one per age of life at this stage, hey. <laughs> One for each. One for each age. Um, birthday bangs. No, um, it's funny because, yeah. I like birthday six by Trey Songz. <laughs> what? Okay, so so seven's okay. What if they're like every review is just like each one is just so mind-splittingly arousing that the more reviews you read, you're getting, too, you're getting curiouser and curiouser and you're trusting these reviews. Mm. Is is the number still off putting or are you just like, no, fuck me. This is like, this is an experience I now need to have. Okay. So based off on my trust issues, right? Okay. So <laughs> I'll be like, yeah, all of these are fake accounts that you wrote your damn self. So this is the problem. We ha- would have to have a verified system now, right? right. Exactly. It- like I need, I need a fact check. I need a contact number. I need an email. Hey, hey. We can look any, um, I, I offer this to everyone. I'm just throwing out ideas. If anyone wants to form a business relationship with me and make the, uh, the, the, the Yelp of sex, like hit me up, hit Kelly up. We can come up with some sort of a tripartite agreement in which we can verify people, work out a way to have verified accounts that have actual written reviews and we can make this a fucking thing. Someone, someone's going to make millions off that. I want a little piece of that pie. So any, um, any coders and app developers, let's just, um, let's make this happen. I'm a CC. I'm a CC this right now. So like leaked instead of leaked in is lust in. <laughs> lust in. Oh, oh fuck. Oh. Pretty here, folks. I CC that. No digs. Uh, hey, hey. No, no. This is this is the way you do it, right? You <laughs> say, hey, anyone out there that wants to make lust in with myself and Kelly, hit me up. Contact. Right. And we'll make it happen. Let's like, let's do this. Okay. Like, I just want a little piece of that pie. You can, you figure out the, um, the back end logistics of it and how to market that and all of that sort of stuff. You take the majority of it in, um, random internet person who loves this idea and wants to make that happen. Just a little kickback to us. I can promote it. We'll make it happen. Lust in. I really want to fucking see that happen. He's super hot. Like, oh my gosh. Ooh. You'd have to make, yeah. And you'd have to make sure that they can't game the system, eh? Yeah, no, like... Oh my god! <laughs> 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 oh, that's savage, Luster. 
Oh, this is good. There's there's so many there's so many ideas that come, right? Pun intended. But it's like the ones the ones that you execute on, like you have to have that passion. So like I'm not <laughs> Did you just spit your water? <laughs> look. Oh my god. Um, okay. Look, I prefer I prefer it when people swallow their water, not spit. More puns intended here. But like let's stay on track, please. <laughs> Look, I like being choked, but not like that, dude. <laughs> God damn. Oh, uh, okay. So, so once again, just to hype myself a little bit more, there is a poem for Kink Two that's coming out called "Punishment," and it's a whole poem of just straight puns that tells a story. Like each each line has a pun in it. It's fucking good. I read the shit out of that because I fucking love puns. Like I don't, I don't know, but I'm obsessed with puns. Like yeah, it's 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 a good one. It's um. It's, it's fun. It's called, yeah. yeah, punishment. You know, it's hard and all of those, uh, <laughs> all those um, good things. It's hard to write erotica. <laughs> I possibly like that was a pun too. <laughs> would, you li- would you like me to find it and read it for you? Would that, would that make a yeah. day? Would you fall over? Uh, luckily I'm saying... Hang on. Let let me let me let me find it. I'll I'll do my best to find it live. This is a bit awkward, but like I mean, this 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 um this this podcast wasn't planned. It was just impromptu. So we can we can play with the uh play with the with the place you know, a little bit. You, you I don't on my comment on the live, but I'm freaking weirdo. So awkward is like normal to me. You what were you saying? Sorry, it's 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 easy to be a bit weird. Yeah, That's... it's to it be weird. Like fuck it, just get weird with it. I don't care. All right, all right, all right. So once again, this is for Kink Volume 2. I'm hoping by the time this podcast is released, the book is up and out as a paperback, paperback, ebook, audio, and hardcover. So feel free to um grab a copy if you're somewhat inspired by the punishment. Pun on <laughs> What's that? I said pun on hardcover. I, I, I picked Ooh. up on the- Oh, I didn't even think that. Fuck yes. I picked up the emphasis when he said that. <laughs> Look, you can get the soft cover if you like, but really, get the hardcover. Do you know what you can do with a hardcover book? Yes, I should promote it like that, being like, hey, my book is literally a sex toy. Spank someone with my fucking book. Ooh, Kelly, I am liking this. I'm literally I'm literally getting my pen and paper, and I'm writing down my book. Punishment. As a toy. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna literally promote my book as a sex toy itself. Slap people with my book consensually, please. Well, that gets more used to a coffee table. Yeah. Hey, hey, re- read it Read it to one another. Embody the things you're reading and then use it. Fuck yes. Okay, you ready? are you ready for some punishment, Kelly? Yes, I would, sir. I would very much like you to... Actually, can we, can, we, can we do this? Can you, like, put some water into your mouth and just hold it in there? And I want to see if you can hold it in there the whole time. Is that something we can do? Oh, got Coke. Coke in the mouth. Fuck. Okay, not if you're ready. Okay. Punishment. It's hard to write erotica. The words don't always come easily. In order to rise to the occasion, I have to pull off the impossible, mm. sucking readers in by teasing out their arousal and penetrating their minds. With just my fingers, a page, and a pen, I'm to erect a compelling story that will take them on a ride they'll never forget. The plot must be firm and thrust ever forward towards its mind-altering climax, all without making a tit of myself in the process and blowing it. 
Sometimes I get a bit anal. <laughs> Choking. <laughs> Choking on a bratty sentence here or there. But most of the time, it's a pleasure. I love pinning an idea down, confining it to the page, exploring its limits, whipping it into shape, dressing it up, and then exposing it to the world. I like to go deep. I like to be thorough. I like to really grind it out. Thus, my writing sessions are long, but ultimately my readers are satisfied, often multiple times. So tell me, dear reader, so tell me, dear reader, was that enough punishment for today? Mm. Sorry, I didn't ask for me to follow. <laughs> that's a very, um, that's, that's something that we all want, I think. <laughs> oh my god. That's so weird. Oh my god. I almost choked when you said I don't mean to get ill. I was like, oh god. <laughs> oh lord. Just gotta uh, play. Play with this shit. Now I need something else and like to replace that word now because every time I'm gonna like say like, oh I'm very anal about A, B, and C I'm gonna be like fucking. No, no, no. That is stuck in your mind and it's staying in there. Okay. I like to plant that seed and really just drive it home. <laughs> the listening experience uh, has devolved into just us cackling in front of the in front of the microphone. <laughs> Kelly's gone. That's just the images blank straight up. Oh, there she is. Plant that seed and drive it home. I see what you did there. Oh, look. Once you get going on the pun train, you can't stop. You know, speaking of trains and all. God damn it. <laughs> hey, look, if you want to hitch up another another date, we can talk again, right? Absolutely. Just as, as long as you just squeeze the uh, squeeze the story out subtly so no one else can really see it. Oh, Lord. Yeah, <laughs> right now. Oh, my God. Whew. Oh, my cheeks hurt. <laughs> Maybe you should have had the window open so other people could be seeing the uh, the reactions here. Mm, mm. <laughs> like, what is she doing? Why is her, why is her head down? <laughs> I, w- I would like to say that if you're hearing this and you've got my book, now's the time to just hit yourself with the book that I've been promoting, back in promoting the um, the uh, the uh, the self uh, the self the self uh, uh, flagellation with the book. <laughs> Get the hard cover. <laughs> You could just, just, I can like see them now, just like speaking themselves with the book. Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. Oh, this, no, I'm, I'm legit going to promote it like that. That's fucking amazing. Right. That should be like a thank you note. Like if they like really like the book, they just send you a postcard that says nothing but thank you, sir. Hey, hey, I get that in the DMs. I don't want postcards because then people will send me weird shit in the mail. You can enter the DMs with a thank you, sir. I'm okay with that. Don't go sending right. me. Don't go sending me weird shit to my house. That's 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 a bit too much. When you say weird shit, <laughs> let's let's touch bases on that. What would you describe as weird shit? Ooh, see, look, I just want it to be clean. Like, don't send me anything used. Yeah, don't like be Van Gogh and like send you a piece of their ear or some shit. <laughs> oh, that's that's even more extreme. I'm thinking like like, don't send me a used toy. That's. Ugh. 
No, ugh. ugh. Yeah, like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know, maybe I should set up a P.O. Box situation so people can send it to me but it won't come straight to my house because I don't, I, don't I don't want the world to know where I live. Like, I share a lot of myself online, but I'm not that much of a vo- of an exhibitionist. Um, hey, hey, Kelly, can you tell me, right, am I like a like a mental or like a like a like a mind based voyeur? Like, like it sounds like you're like you're like a bit more of like the body or like the visual based voyeur. But like, I want people to know my mind. I want you to see the inner workings of my soul, right? Right, and that's one thing that I, I about like the live stream that we were on because mm. it's like we. I get to see like your thought process and like how you work and how you edit and your thing is like it's tedious and I'm like as a sapiosexual I'm like no this is great yeah see see, so so for context I was just editing the audio files of my book and I do this and it is tedious when I'm doing it by myself right and like doing it around other people in person is also tedious because I got my headphones on or they're making noise I can't hear it so I decided to do a live and just talk the audience through just explaining what I'm doing, sharing my poetry and just going back and forth, which spurred this podcast, which is fucking great, by the way. I'm having a great time from just, yeah. just a random connection. It's fucking awesome, right? But awesome. so, so We're on like two opposite sides in the world. You're in Australia, right? What's, Victoria? What's, yeah, Victoria, what's the time for you? Um, it is 7.18 p.m. here. 7.18 p.m. Oh, okay. That's actually not too bad. Where are you based? I'm in... Rockford, Illinois, outside of Chicago, and it's seven PM. Okay, yeah, I'm um I'm at like sort of just past midday now, um, but yeah, it's it's really cool, isn't it? But yeah, so, like, so, so 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 you're saying you you enjoyed just seeing the back end process, the sapiosexual, and you was like, no, nah, like I'm seeing how he's working here, and that's good. Yeah, yeah, and I'm not gonna lie, there's like a lot of times where I screenshot like some of your posts. My dominance, because like. I will like, even though it's your poem, I hear his voice saying it to me and I'm like, send. Hey, no, no, fuck yes. I encourage that, by the way. Like, once again, buy my book, buy the paperback, spank yourself with it, but get each other to read it to no, each other. Hard- hardcover, hardcover, not 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 the soft, soft cover, the hardcover. If you're into getting paper cuts, then by all means. <laughs> hey, no, 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 just imagine, right, if you've got a paperback, it would sort of like mold to your contour. Get, look, get both and see which one hits better. Yeah. Yeah. See, see which one hits better. I feel like the, I feel like the paperback will like mold better, but hardback or hardcover would um, ding more. Hey, look, anyone out there that's doing this, shoot me a message. Tell me which one hits better, and then I can talk about it to the public. Don't yeah. use your kid. Don't use a Kindle or your your phone for this, though. It'll break it. <laughs> right, right. Just please, no. Well, sometimes my dad spanks my ass with his phone, yet he has yet to. Stings. So, <laughs> but, yeah. okay. Do, do you know what? Do you know what you should explore? Just, mm. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna offer this out there. And just, I want to see if you, if you do it. And if you do, please shoot me a message and tell me. I like giving people a bit of homework. Mm. Get him to turn the video camera on on his phone whilst he's spanking you, right? So that, Ooh. so that the the vision of the spank can be visually seen, and then watch it back and tell me your experience of that. Mm. That's that's an angle. Like that's like hand vision. Right. Yo. Ooh. A little POV spanking, yes. POV POV of the hand spanking. I've never seen yeah. that before. Once again, that can be like on your, you know, Kelly Smith lust in uh profile, POV hand spanking. And like just like put that in slow mo so like the ripples. Yeah. Ooh. How good are the Ooh. ripples? The visual ripples. Yeah, that'd be like and then it just <laughs> <laughs> This is great. Hey, 
someone's going to make a lot of money off this. Like I'm not, I'm not into like, you know, making porn for myself, but once again, POV hand porn ideas out there. Now this podcast isn't going to release for quite some time. I put it out early for the Patreon supporters, right? So Kelly, if this is uh, something you want to investigate into, I'm not like no, no presumptions, but you've got it. You've got your head of the market right now. <laughs> this is, you've got a couple of months lead time to, to curve the market on the POV hand. Gosh, that I was just sitting here thinking about that whole like, like oh, okay, so how can we do this? And I'm like, yes. And I'm like, well, there's Tinder, so let, like, let's not do Tinder. That's just well, to me, I don't. To me, it's an OnlyFans situation, right? I mean, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. There we go. Like the OnlyFans. Like yeah. if Link OnlyFans had a baby, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Ooh. I'm excited to see the POV of the hand. This is going to be good. Yeah, I'm I'm curious now. Just like, oh, what are you doing? If this inspires someone to do it, hit me up, okay? Like, I give you consent to I, enter my I, DMs I, I to tell me about this. Sorry? Oh, you know what? I should have worn my cat ears during this podcast. Well, your ears sort of look like cat ears. Like, no, your ears. Sorry, your buns, yeah. You've got, it does, you do sort of look like the cat ear sort of situation. I Four different pairs of cat ears. I think I have a problem. Sounds like you got, sounds like sounds like you got a few solutions. <laughs> a few options for my solutions. Ooh. Maybe the next thing you should do is dress up like a cat and do some voyeuristic in cat play public stuff. Oh my gosh! Oh yes. So that reminds me back to what you were saying about like how sometimes you need to step away from quote unquote step away from the editing. Mm. Um, sometimes like. Okay, okay, just just give some context to the audience. I said I have to step away from my erotic editing because I'm arousing myself. That happens. Oh yeah. <laughs> um. So I get that because like sometimes I will, like would do like a beauterboard photo shoot and I'm just like, I don't know if it's like the that personality that likes to show off that gets into it or I'm just like, damn, I feel fucking sexy, and then mm. I'm just like, I need to just stop the shoot for a second um Ooh. i need to change into a different suit because it's kind of getting cold down here <laughs> hey once again the difference between confidence and arrogance right own that fucking space if you know yeah. that you're in a good space like this is the thing when i first started doing my poetry uh, i was like uh, not that confident but now i'm like listening back to my stuff and i'm like no this is like this is actually good and right. it's not just myself thinking that i'm like the 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 amazing compliments that i'm getting from people daily is um building up my fragile ego into something that's solid and going and oh, hang on actually i've got something to offer here people are loving what i'm doing like it, it's taken a while to build up but like now i'm starting to sort of get that self vibe going and then like yeah i'm doing the equivalent of what you're doing there <laughs> vibing off my own self me too and it's just like also you mentioned that like you're gonna end up writing more because of your editing and i'm like i also used to write poetry too back in high school so editing i would just be like so have you ever had these like situations where you like actually physically edit the poem like you're actually writing and then it turns out to something completely different than what it originally was? 100%. Yeah. Like, uh, sometimes so, it, it produces two different pieces. It's like, here's the original. Yeah. I edit it and I'm like, no, the original solid, but this now I've got a new piece. That same vibe, but hits different. It's like a paperback to a hard hardcover. Yeah, honestly. And it's just like, it's almost like two different perspectives. It's like... That second poem is almost a response to that. Oh, so 
sometimes I'll post a poem as a picture. And then when I'm talking about that poem as a post on Instagram, for example, that response mm-hmm. becomes a poem, a response, like a poem response to my first poem. And it's I've like, seen that. I've seen that. I was mm. just like, like, okay, okay. So um, for those uh, playing at home, we've had a little bit of a phone interruption. Um, you know, you know what's like, like you know, you're having sex, maybe the condom breaks, or maybe um, I don't know, Bobby Boy starts talking, or you know, the police <laughs> knock on the door, or something happens and just interrupts the fucking flow real hardcore. A uh, little little uh, Kelly Smith's uh, uh, phone just died on us, so it's like the vibrator died, and now we're plugged back into the wall. We're pinned to the wall. Oh, God. We're not having fun, but we've come back with cat ears. <laughs> We've come back with cat ears, so uh, I do apologize for the sure. um, ah, for the interruption between the flow of the conversation. But My hey, bad guys, so hey sorry. it's okay. You can hold on to the um, the arousal for a little bit. It's just if it really hits the wrong way and you have to leave naked into the elevator, then then it becomes a, a whole different story, doesn't it? Yeah, it's just like oh my god, <laughs> that was that was insane. Okay, so editing the poems, we were going on the idea of like responding to yourself or creating a new sort of poetry poetry space in response to your own poetry that sort of stuff yes um i have done that several times and like i was saying before i got cut off i actually used to do um poetry slam battle competitions in high school i don't know i don't know if you ever if you ever heard of louder than a bomb no okay well it's a poetry slam competition against um different high schools um within chicago or the surrounding Chicago suburbs and it happens every year. Um, it's actually going to start this month. It usually starts in like late February up until beginning of March, like maybe March six it ends. Mm. So it's, it's very interesting. And this whole entire time, like throughout the school year, we, I have my own poetry team. After I graduated, I became the assistant coach. It was it was great, but like you are like preparing to like go into like this competition this whole entire time, and there's a whole panel that judges you from a point one to a ten. Mm. And first time I did it, I was extremely nervous. Like you could see the paper in my hand just like shaking. And then by the time like third year comes around, I'm just like crushing it. Yes, um, fuck yes. Um, my fourth year was kind of bittersweet because I was just like, it was my senior year now. So I'm like, oh no, this is going to be like the last one I'm ever, ever going to do. Um, and then you meet so many great people because like I said, throughout the school year, you get this like in your head, this is a competition, this is competition. And then throughout the poetry slam, you just feel like, no, you're in a room filled with teenagers who just love poetry and just love to express their stories. That's beautiful. Or, or um, express how they're feeling because, like, poetry is a way to escape because sometimes not everyone has that one person that will listen. It be- mm. Poetry becomes a therapy. Mm. And it was great. And I love the very beginning of it because it's called um, Crossing the Street before you actually have the battle. So you will actually make a poetry team from different people from different schools. And you get to explore their mind and how they feel or their concept of writing because everyone writes differently. Mm. And it was fucking fantastic. And you get together, you make this one group piece and it was awesome. I miss it. 
Sounds very good. I like that. Anytime you can explore poetry is fucking incredible. Like, once again, by the time this comes out, I will be running, hopefully, group sessions of poetry and one-on-one instructions of poetry. I'm going to release a few books on how to write poetry, video courses, the whole thing. I want to go 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 hard into this space, um, go deep um, with some group play. Um, <laughs> you are your friends. Okay. Um, no, like like both both down the erotic path, but also just down the just life path in general. Just writing in general is fucking amazing. It is literally life saving, relationship saving. It it's it can open you up to understanding yourself. It's fucking incredible. So stay tuned for that. It should already be out by the time this comes out. But yeah, I can I can so see the value. And like you should get back into writing. Write a write a poem about yeah. about Big Boy Bob. Write a poem about your love of uh exhibitionism write a poem about the okay this is the one to do actually um i was gonna say lust in but no, that's that's gonna happen write write one about the interplay between you and your dom and the other woman write that like like express that emotionality share it with I, me I, I feel like you're giving me more homework i am <laughs> i i like no i'm legit a teacher by trade like back in the day i was a high school teacher so yeah like do the homework and get the results. I, I can see you being a teacher. You, you do guidance very well. It's it's long hours of kids not giving a fuck, <laughs> trying to like work out how to help guide them through. I mean, but that, I really do not want to tie that into that situation, but it's kind of like, so is being a brat. Brats don't give a fuck. <laughs> hey, hey, look, I, I am, I do enjoy a, um, a bit of bratty pushback. So there's something there. Okay, well then, uh, you're going to have a love-hate relationship with me. <laughs> hey, hey, look, ultimately, if you want the praise, if you want the reward, if you want the attention, you'll do the homework. It's on you. God damn it. Fuck yeah. <laughs> and that doesn't, just apply to you. that doesn't just apply to you, Kelly. That's everyone. If you want the attention, if you want the praise, if you want the reward, show me your poetry, sign up to my courses, get on board, and let's fucking do this, right? Right. Like, God damn it. Like, ah. not even, like, what was it? Like, an hour and a half? So I'm just going to roughly say two hours. Not even into two hours, and you already know that I have a praise kink. <laughs> <laughs> See, no, no, I didn't, right? I didn't know that you had a praise kink. No, but... it's just it's just something, like, naturally that happens, I guess. Yeah, I, I mean. I like, I like when I'm, so, but, well, well, right now with me and my current dom, I like things that happen naturally. Like, he yeah. just, he does what he wants, and I'm just, like, fucking here for it like no like i'm really like i'm like oh my god like he did something like for some reason i don't know why i like it when the, like my like my calf muscle is like kissed if it's like especially like around your neck <laughs> and then like i didn't tell him that he just does it and i just fucking melted and i'm like yes <laughs> like yes <laughs> intuition oh, intuition is fucking key right like yeah intuitively it felt right to say for you to write that poem and then to just play that little game. It lands, it doesn't land, it doesn't matter, but it just it's felt right to say that at the time. So yeah. fuck yeah, lean into your intuition. Lean into it. Play with that. And as long as you as long as everyone's having fun, it doesn't fucking matter, right? And in all seriousness, yeah. like like do the poetry for yourself to get that space so that you can unlock that play and actually enjoy that space with your partner and a friend. Right? Like that would be fucking awesome to do. But like the block you know, if the block is in with you, you can you can unlock that block through writing. I honestly feel. Yeah, like I, you know, honestly, I think that will actually help me become more comfortable in that situation. Hundred percent. Versus instead of like overwhelming. 
mm. or overwhelmed, I should say. Because, like I say, that actually causes me a great deal of well, anxiety due to past trauma, emotional trauma. Oh, I, I get it. a little bit like, of mental. It makes, it makes total sense. And, it, like, this is the thing. If you've processed that, if you've explored that in the way those emotions lend. Like, let's just like, play through jealousy, right? I use jealousy as an example. What underlies jealousy? Probably fear. Fear of what? Losing your partner, fear of them thinking someone else is better than you, fear mm. of being ignored, fear of not having enough resources allocated to you. Like this, under jealousy often lies fear, right? Call me out, why don't you? Ah, look, we're, we're, we're playing the um the mind game here, right? But like, right. but this is just me like imposing what I know of myself, right? And like, you know, if you investigate yourself enough, you can see similarities in the world. So that's just in me. So like, if you're ascribing to that, that's like, we're hitting the same vibe of the same internal state. So it's not me okay. reading your mind. It's me just sharing my mind and you vibing to that. Yeah. Right. Okay. So that actually makes me feel better that like, I'm not alone in that situation. Well, this is why I share the poetry. This is why I encourage it because it's like, I've investigated in myself what jealousy is. Jealousy is fear, mm-hmm. right? But what's under that fear? Is it fear of, well, in your case, you've described of like past things breaking down or being left or like you said something like that, right? Yeah, or like being replaced. And I, yeah. I, here's the thing. I, I'm not really necessarily like a jealous person because jeal- here's the thing about being jealous. Jealous is about getting upset over something that isn't yours. It, mm. Granted, it's a fine line, but I am territorial. I protect what's mine. And I swear to God, if she calls him daddy, I will fucking lose it. Like, no, that is my daddy. You do call him that. <laughs> Can she call him uncle? No. <laughs> <laughs> that was visceral. No, no, not with this. We're like, okay, yup, you know what? This is like getting a little. Um... C- come over here, Uncle. <laughs> oh, bleh. Wait, bleh. No. <laughs> what, no. What moniker can she use? Anything but that. She could, like, I'm good with Sir. Sir is fine. Um, what does she call you? You could call me mistress or ma'am or madam or depending on my mood, if I'm feeling a bit cocky, even though I could, I, cause I could back it up. <laughs> Sorry, Bob, you couldn't. <laughs> um, <laughs> Fuck you, Bob. Right. She could call me goddess if she wants. Oh, goddess. <laughs> yeah. You know, I got, I have godly pussy, so we're good with goddess godly. or, you know, her majesty. <laughs> her majesty. <laughs> That bitch better fucking bow, too. <laughs> hey, 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 you're in charge. Make her bow. All right. Like, uh-uh, Neil. Okay, so all of this, right? Mm-hmm. Write it. Send me it. Explore it. Okay, give then, me about a week. <laughs> yeah, a week. Okay, so for me, it's is it the seventh? What's the date for you right now? It is the sixth. Okay, so in the, what, the 13th? Uh yeah, so well, literally the day before Valentine's Day, yeah, that would be great. Ooh, ooh, do you want do you want to have the extra day extension so it can can land on Valentine's Day, or do you want it to be before Valentine's Day? Because it is because it is night right now for you. Oh, I don't, I don't know. Can we make it a Valentine's Day special? Oh, you know what? And I'm actually off on that day too. So yeah, I am just I just need like time to like proofread and proofread and proofread and okay. edit and edit and edit. So you get that aspect. I get you. <laughs> Okay, so Kelly, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna follow up with you because a good student will follow up herself or himself. You're gonna come to me on Valentine's Day with this poem about the three the three play way. However, it comes out like that's the, that's the prompt. The idea is to help unlock this space. If something else comes, that's fine. That's beautiful. Embrace that. But if 
if you can, unlock that space so then you can best play with your partner and explore something new because it'd be fucking fun, right? If you can move past the inner blocks. Okay. I don't, yeah. So, yeah, I'm just thinking about, I already got the title in my head already. Ooh. Do you want to share the title or do you want to keep that to yourself? Yes, it's going to be called Him, Me, Her. Him, Me, Her. I like that. Him, him, comma, me, comma, her. Are we going full stops? What are we doing? Yes, him, comma, me, comma, and her, comma. I'm him, comma, at and. Him, comma, me, comma, and her. Considering the fact that she will be a plus one. <laughs> mm-hmm. Him, me, and her. No, scratch that, plus one. No. Him, 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 and me, plus one? No, we're scratching that whole entire title. The okay. Whole ti- the title's just going to be called plus one. Plus one. All right, I like this. Plus one. I'm going to call the episode of this podcast. We have to come up with a title for this podcast. Should be should it be Big Boy Bob? Should we call it Big Boy Bob? <laughs> Big Boy Bob and all the horrible experiences that follow. <laughs> <laughs> Big Boy Bob and the horrible experiences that follow. So no, but it wasn't. Look, it sounds like <laughs> net it net. Necessarily horrible. It seems like a net positive. Like I mean, you got something out of that post experience, and so did those other people. I mean, yeah, yeah. So it wasn't like completely like bad. I also got like a life lesson out of that. So <laughs> I love this. We're gonna we'll sign we'll sign off shortly. I expect your poem on um, Valentine's Day for you, which would probably am I ahead or behind you? Um, it's the seventh for me. So yeah, I'm ahead. So it'll be the yeah. day after Valentine's Day for me. Write it, do it. It's gonna be good, and it will unlock your soul and your play. And okay, so what time is it exactly there? Right now, it's 12.42. <coughs> so then... You're ahead. I, I was ahead. thinking about, like, dropping it at midnight. And, like, you drop see it, drop could, it like, whatever time. Like, just drop it, like, at midnight <laughs> and see if, like, we could both, like, drop it on Valentine's Day. No, like, no, don't worry. When it, whenever it comes, sometime around that you space. You know, I'm not going to overcomplicate it. Don't overcomplicate <laughs> it. This is Okay. The, the idea is to unlock the creativity and the expression, and then that will hopefully allow you to unlock the play. Should you, like, let's say you write it out and you're like, yeah, I actually don't want to do this. Then you've answered that question. But if you've done it and you work out the nuances, then fuck me, you've unlocked a potential play space that could be so fucking fun for you, him, and the plus one. Right. That'd be great. Wouldn't it? Yeah, that would be freaking fantastic. Let's do it. I fucking love this. Okay, is there anything you would like to, because um, we'll, we'll finish up now, Kelly, is there anything you would like to swing back to, leave the audience with, um, tie up loose ends that I've missed? Honestly, no. If, if the audiences have any questions, you know, um, they could just always, like, hit me up on Instagram. I'll, I'll, I'll put the link to your uh, to your Instagram. They can um, voyeuristically check out your exercising. Yeah, because, you know, there's always, like, that one scene in a porn video where there's always, like, the yoga instructor and the student. Hey, hey, look, <laughs> once again. No kink shame. <laughs> no kink shame. <laughs> no, we don't kink shame here. But, <coughs> Never yeah, kink no, shame. that's totally fine. Fucking love it. Well, thank you so much for jumping on board. Impromptu, like, you know, most of the time I, like, I, I book people in. I've got my, like, two, two monthly calendar on the board where people are sort of slotting in. And it's sort of like there's this build up to it. And that's great, but like everyone gets super nervous because it's like, like there's an intimacy that we have to play here in this space, right? Like, right. and it's sort of like, and we're talking about sex, so it's like there's an analogy to like where it's we're not having sex, but it's like there's an analogy to this intimacy that sort of parallels that. And if I said to you, I'm like, hey, in three weeks, 
and you know at this time you've got to come you've got to, <laughs> you've got to you've got to perform you've got to right. rise to the occasion right you've got to be there and be ready that's right. a lot of stress right and like i'm used to it because this is you know i've done it a bunch of times now but on your end this is your first podcast right well done you've done great i fucking Thank love you. it i appreciate much better, it much better reviews than big boy bob gets but <laughs> but um <laughs> it's a lot of stress to be able to like put on in the moment be like, Hey, like this is where I'm at, you know, whereas you just jumped on. So it's more like, look at, there is the big boy Bob analogy, right? We met at the live event. I invited you back to the podcast. We did the podcast. Um, yes. You didn't leave halfway through to walk into a um, elevator naked. We're golden. Yeah, no, we're great. We're <laughs> great. And you've got some homework to do for me as well. I fucking love it. All right. Well, thank you so much for having me on it. This has just been amazing, Zach. It's fun. I fucking love uh, it's it's a good fu- it's good to to dive into this stuff, hey. Yeah, like just just talk about this shit that's like a little taboo to actually like talk about. <laughs> Fuck yeah. And like and this is the thing people listening, right? Like it's fucking normal. You know, like whatever you think look, I can't say it's it's normal, but it's acceptable and as long as there's informed enthusiastic consent, you know, fucking everyone go for has it. a different concept of like normalcy and I kind of like Normal to- doesn't exist. Yeah, right? no, like, normal doesn't exist at all. Or like but the everyone- fact that it but the fact that it doesn't exist makes whatever you feel, unless we're outside the boundaries of you know morality, there, fine and acceptable and normal. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, or everyone has like their their different perceptives of at what is abnormal. But I have this saying: whatever is um, what's normal to the spider is chaos to the fly. Ooh, I like that one. Normal to the spider. So, are you the spider or the fly in this instance? Right now, I feel like I am the spider. I feel Even like though I have web. like a complete fear and arachnophobia, but by the way, speaking of spiders and arachnophobia, um, <laughs> shout out to you for living in Australia because I couldn't. <laughs> hey, hey, look, you get used to you get used to the environment you live in. I, I look at people that live anywhere else. I'm like, no, nah, there's too much um, too much issues that I don't want to deal with. Australia's fine. Like, obviously, the memes are overstated. Unless you're in Queensland, in which case, fuck that. There's snakes <laughs> and crocodiles and all this other bullshit. I live down down south. We're good. We're golden. And now I I'm, I will be terrified to like live in Australia. Now I had to go like use the restroom at like three o'clock in the morning, and there's a fucking snake in there. It's only certain areas, okay? That's all bullshit. Do you know how big Australia is? I, right? I pretty much figured Australia was pretty huge, but it's, like Australia's fucking like as big as Europe, basically. Like it's fucking huge. Like look, like just Google Australia compared to like your state, for example, and like you'll just see you'll get a real good reference of just how fucking big Australia is. So it's like to stay to say that like that happens everywhere, it's like it's completely different climates. No, we're I, fine. I'm not necessarily saying that it happens everywhere. It's just like know how my luck runs and that was exactly all <laughs> that happened. Ooh. And I'm like like nope. Like, okay, well, I don't have to use the restroom anymore because I just shit myself. <laughs> <laughs> no kink shame. No kink shame if that's what you that's what you <laughs> No kink shame. Thank you, Kelly. On that on that note, on on that note, we're going to end the podcast. I'm just on like a real high, just high energy. Um, <laughs> thank you so much. Not a pro as all, Zach. Thank you for having me on. This was great. Ah, oh, cheers. I just want to give a super special thank you to Kelly for jumping on board the podcast. She was amazing sport and able to jump straight on after a live is just incredible. And it was a good vibe. I loved it. And I'm definitely going to be following up or at least expecting her to share the piece of poetry with me. Remember, the goal of poetic expression isn't to 
just write the poetry. It's an act of unlocking ourselves, our souls, our sexuality, the things that are hiding in the shadow that are blocking us from pleasure. So I suppose on that topic, if you're keen, if you're interested, click the links in the show notes and sign up to some of my poetry courses. Buy my poetry books and start writing for yourself. Over the time, and depending on when this comes out, I will have different things on board, but I will be putting out content that has books on how to write poetry, how to write evocative poetry. So it's not just you expressing, it's you expressing in a way that is oof, divine and arousing and engaging. I will have video courses on the topics. I will have group sessions where maybe for, you know, whatever month it is, once a week, we come together, explore, express, and discuss our poetry. Me giving you prompts and ideas and feedback and just vibing off each other. Maybe, you know, each month I could do that. The idea being that maybe at the end of the month, you will give me one piece of poetry, and then when I've got enough to do a collection, I'll put a collection of your poetry together and publish that. That's something we could do. Maybe make a Facebook group where where the people of those groups can all connect and share their poetry, sort of like an exclusive Facebook community. These are all different things I'm considering. So stay tuned for that. That might already be out. If it is, I'll put those links in the show notes so you can grab it now. If not, head over to my website, zachary-phillips.com, and you can see what I'm offering currently. <laughs> uh, now, I'd like to... Uh, get your help to support the podcast. And there's a couple of things that you can do to support. The best way to support the podcast is actually to support yourself. Um, support yourself by, <laughs> like we said, buying a copy of my book, Kink Volume 1 and 2, which definitely should be out by the time this is released. Buy the paperback, the soft cover, buy the hard cover, and um, read them. Read them to each other. Be aroused by them. 69 erotic poems. And uh, maybe use them. <laughs> Spank each other with them if that's what you're into. They are out now as a paperback, ebook, audio, and hardcover. Link are in the bio, uh, show notes. Grab yourself one of those. I would also suggest that you sign up to the Patreon or to the Buy Me A Copy membership. Uh, $5 per month, not much, but collectively on your end, small, 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 I can't even talk, I'm so excited. Small contributions on your end make a massive difference on my end, uh, pun intended, massive difference. <laughs> The size doesn't matter, it's how you use it, right? Uh, donate a small contribution on your end monthly, makes a massive difference on my end. Gives me the coffee that I will um, be swallowing. <laughs> oh God, it's getting worse. Um, and that will give you early access to the podcast and early access to the book. By the time this podcast is out, I will have done through this. But what I was talking about on the live was that I released each poem from the book Kink Volume 2 as a audio and... Um, text-based, one per day, every day from my birthday. And the idea being that people that supported me on Patreon or buy me a coffee got early access. And a month after that last poem, the 69th poem came out, I would give you, uh, the book would be released. The book that you're hopefully going to spank yourself with. Kink Volume 2. <laughs> um, but I'll be releasing things in that space again, so it will definitely pay for you to be a member. Um, and it'll help me out. So that's good. I would also suggest you head over to honeyplaybox.com um, and check out their wide variety of toys. They've got a uh, solid girth. Well, I don't know what I'm trying for here. Um, <laughs> they've got lots of toys, and those toys are good quality and quite affordable. Um, in my hand right now, I'm going to try and make it vibrate for you. Ooh, can you hear that? 
Yeah, you hear that vibrating? Ooh, it's getting stronger. My fingers are inside this thing. It's called the... I'll stop the vibrating. Hang on. <laughs> I'll stop the vibrating. It is called the Ninja. This is an open-ended uh, sex toy play experience for men. And it's got a solid grip, but on the inside, it's soft. And, you know, with a little bit of lube and a little bit of vibration, mm, we get to play. And I want to talk about this space for a little bit. Sex toys for men are quite shunned like it's really interesting like female sexuality seems to be sort of demonized except for in the sex toy space you know it's okay for men to have sex with a bunch of people not for women this is you know society talking fuck society not in the fun way um but when it comes to sex toys there's just this absolute variety and acceptance of toys for men but what about for women what about for men sorry what about what about for men what about what men need and want you know like hands are great but they don't vibrate right something that we can explore. So I want to end that little bit of shame and suggest that if you're a man listening to this podcast, grab this toy. It's called the Ninja. I'll put a link in the show notes so you can grab one. I'm, I've got one. I've used it. It is um, quite fun. I've also had it used on me. Um, and that's the other thing. If you're a lady, buy this for your man and like surprise him with it. Obviously, consensually informed enthusiastic consent, but just be like, you know, hey, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to, I've got something to do with you. And, you know, get him, sit him down, lube him up, get him excited, however you uh, decide to do that, and then pull it out and um, play. And then be like, hey, you know, this is for when I'm not around and also when I am around. Grab yourself one. It will, ooh, it will excite you, excite him, excite both of you. And hey, like I'm sure that you could figure out a way depending on his size or depending on what you like to add a bit of a grinding experience on top of that so you're both getting off on the vibrations. I can tell you what, though, uh, <laughs> it might end the session a bit quick, a bit, a little bit too quick to involve the, um, to, uh, to have that full experience. So make sure that you're, you're close to the edge because I can tell you what, men don't get that vibrating experience much. So it's novel and it will, um, be overwhelming in all of the good ways. So grab yourself that. It is called The Ninja. And I'll put a link to the, um, to that in the show notes. What else do I have to tell you? I feel like there's something else. As always, if you like what I'm doing here, like, share, subscribe, give it a five-star rate and review, tell people, tell me how um, how much you're liking this experience. And if you if you do happen to write some poetry, write that as a review. Fuck yeah, that's a great idea. Hey, write, write me a sexy poem as a five-star review. Ooh, mm, I like this a lot. Do that. Write a five-star review. Tell me I'm good as a poem. And if you want, like I said, if you want the help writing the poetry, click the link, sign up to all of that good stuff. I'm trying to think, is there anything else that I can offer you that will help you help me? We've covered the Patreon, we've covered the Honey Playbox, we've covered the the books. Links are all in the show notes. The ego trip and the uh, the the feeding the algorithm gods, the daddy, daddy dom algorithm, um, who's got an absolute praise kink. Five-star review, please. And hey, yeah, I think that's it. Um, thanks once again, Kelly, for jumping on board. Appreciate it. And if you like this, uh, episode, rate a review, just rambling at this stage, um, I'll leave you with a piece from the book, Kink, Volume 1. Thank you. And have a great day. Please don't stop. Please don't stop. She wanted more. 
pain or pleasure, she wasn't sure. Hidden desires, unspoken wishes, for soft caresses and hard kisses. He opened her mind, his confidence solid, spoke the right words, her body followed. Passionate embrace, inhibitions confined, moving together, their bodies entwined. The final moment, arriving together, the mutual satisfaction of lovers forever.
You've been listening to the Kinky Conversations podcast.